0: I just didn't find satisfaction in what I was doing and I knew I'm better than this.
1: For a lot of businesses, like, you don't even know the trajectories for the first three, four, five years. I've seen people in gyms
0: do it, bro. Just really crack people's necks, PTs, and I'm like, yo, what's going on here? It's all about your work. If you're not good at what you do in terms of, you know, your actual treatment, what you're offering to the person, no one's going to be interested. They'll do one or two sessions with you and that's it. As soon as I met you and as soon as you, you know, done your magic, I knew straight away this guy's, you know, tough guy. At the end of the day, you're here today, you're gone tomorrow.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You want to be remembered for something.
1: My name is Ibi Aslam and you're listening to Ibi Aslam Uncensored. Welcome to my podcast where we discuss property, business, lifestyle, and well-being. If this is the first time you are visiting us, then please hit the follow button on your app. Don't forget, we are also on YouTube. You can watch these interviews in full there too and join the discussions in the comments. Just search Ibi Aslam Uncensored. There's new episodes every week, so I'll see you there. So in today's episode, we have Bilal, who is the proud founder of Shifar Rehabilitation. He works with a lot of high-profile athletes in Manchester for recovery. He's also my personal sports therapist. He's extremely, extremely knowledgeable, so I can't wait to speak with him today and see what he has to say. Tell me a little bit about your background and what experiences you have and what do you like to be like called? Like, Are you a sports therapist? Just... Fire away yeah, in your yeah. own words, so Yeah,
0: so I've been on quite a ride, you know. And I mean, yeah. a lot of people, when they ask me about my background and my history, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm 27 years old, bro. I'm born and bred Manchester. Yeah, I'm proper Mancunian. Pure from my accent. Yeah, a proper, yep. proper Manny accent. So you know, I've been on a ride. I've kind of born and raised in Manchester. I went to school in Manchester. Yeah. Um, I obviously was very good at, i say, very good. I was good at sport. And I was good at science, so the one when I went to college, I liked sports science. It just kind of fell Perfect, in place. Perfect, right? Yeah, I like sports science, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I actually got the, the the inspiration from one of my PE teachers in school, uh, Mr. Richardson. Uh, he was just like someone who I looked up to. He was a good laugh. Shout out to Mr. Richardson. Yeah. Shout yeah? out to Mr. He's a good laugh. <laughs> uh, Stretford High School. I mean, all the boys got on with him, mm. and he just kind of like, yeah, he kind of got me understanding that you know, sports, sport, and science is science, but there's actually ways you can bridge this together. Yeah. Uh, then uh, you know, going into uh, college, did a uh, sports science course. And then there's different routes you can go into, you know, what, I, what I'm classed as a sports rehabilitation uh, therapist. So I did a degree in sports rehab. Uh, so the different courses you can do, there's physiotherapy, which is a different course. Okay. That uh, a different uh, kind of uh, governing body for that as well. Mm. So you come under a different kind of category. Uh, and a physiotherapist is actually a... Um, you can't anyone can't just call themselves uh, a physiotherapist it, it's a uh, it's, it's a certain title that if you are to call yourself a physiotherapist and you're not licensed correctly you can actually get you know uh, penalized for that okay you know you can have a court case against you then you have sport uh, sport rehabilitation therapists we're going under a governing body called basrat uh, and then there's another one called uh, sport therapist so they're i think it's sst so society of sports therapists so they're three different branches now um so I did the degree in sports uh, rehabilitation. So I graduated in 2017. It was a three-year course, starting in 2014, ending right. in 2017. And so you
1: done three years, yeah? Three years, but oh, I've done m- learning.
0: Yeah, and two years in sports science prior to that in college and in so school. Five years, yeah. In school, I did a two years like a BTEC sports. it. But throughout all this time, throughout all the learning, I also did a lot of background, uh, you know, little kind of certification in coaching so handball football cricket mm-hmm. cricket was the sport I used to play yeah 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 um, leadership co- um, communication skills so I was one of them if I found any course and it was like they were like Bill I'll jump on it I'm not cool somewhat helpful to you yeah I'm so, jumping on it so I was I've always had that mindset in my head where like you know just be a goal-getter like continue to de- build yourself develop your skills yeah and even if sometimes like you can learn something from far yeah, and you can just pour it into the way you you know deliver your service or deliver the way you are as a person, the way you communicate to people. Yeah. So after I finished my degree, um, I actually got a very good opportunity uh, where I actually got a job opportunity in the Middle East in Dubai. Um, so this all just came by chance. You know, I I actually didn't even plan any move. I've i been to Dubai a couple of times just on holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and then I got this opportunity and then you know I took permission from my parents firstly like are, are you happy with me moving abroad um, just because I am I was the eldest son I was 21 years old at the time there's a lot that can come out of it you know so I thought right my parents were like yeah you know you have our permission go ahead um, moved over to D- Dubai at the end of 2017 I think it was end of 2017 I moved so it's quite a quick turnaround imagine you just finished uni and the next thing you know, you've got a job opportunity in Dubai, yeah, 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 you're 21 yeah. years old, everything's happening at 100 miles an hour. Um, so I took the plunge, uh, I was like, you know what, the world's my oyster. Why not, yeah. yeah. the world's my oyster, I can literally go there and, you know, build myself. So that was my intention, go there, learn, develop. Um, I always loved the Middle East, I know everyone, at that time, no, Dubai was still growing as well, so um, it was a good opportunity and a good time for me. So I went over, and I lived there for just under two years, um, and then I moved back to the UK uh, prior to COVID. Uh, as soon as I moved back, COVID hit, so it wasn't probably the best time. And if I am honest with you, so
1: how long were you in Dubai for?
0: So just under two years. Uh, I moved back at the beginning of 2019. Right. Yeah. So it was around that time when yeah, I when yeah, I moved yeah. back. Uh, then I was actually unemployed for a couple of months. Yeah. And then I got hired by another company where I was doing private medical insurance claims. Yeah. Uh, then COVID came into the picture. Um, then I kind of. Then in that time frame where COVID happened, where is I started thinking, you know what, I need to do more. You know what I mean? I can't just be stagnant. And I, I know uh, there's more to me than just working yeah. uh, behind a, you know, remote working. It just I go, there's a lot more to my life. Uh, I've always done hands-on work for a lot of my friends, uh, a lot of people in the community. Prior to Shiva, I just went out doing my sports massage courses in in college. So they were just like, you know, uh, loving the treatment, and they were like, Yo, Bilal, you, you know, why don't you? start a company people are going to love your work so all that started to come into kind of um, my plans and I thought right and I spoke to my missus we were on holiday uh, in Morocco and I was sat on a balcony with her and I go you know what I'm not happy like there's something that isn't
1: you're not happy in what you're currently doing yeah, right? I just had no yeah.
0: like you know alhamdulillah everything was there like you're just know, demotivated I, yeah it just I just I just didn't find satisfaction in what I was doing and I knew I'm better than this yeah. and that was the main thing I know I'm better than this so I said to her like I want to do something and I want to, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to make it the best thing that I can possibly, I'm going to put 110% into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I thought that's the way it kind of started building. Then came up with the name um, and I launched Shifa Rehabilitation in November 2021. So it's not been long, but I've been doing rehab, hands-on therapy for a long time. So it was like all the skills that you built up over years, years and years and years. And then you just put it into practice. Just put it into practice, and you know what? Like with any business, it takes time to get going. It took me about six months. Um, Bro, so that's
1: really good. Yeah, it does. You know, for a lot of businesses, like they don't even know the trajectories for the first three, four, five years. Yeah. Sometimes, like yeah. at least three years. It's so Six months yeah. is like it just shows that the effort that you put in in them seven, eight years, what people don't know about, mm. is paying off quicker. That, that's
0: that's the way I kind of looked at it in a sense. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, so November. I'm talking, I was doing one or two bookings a week um, up until July. Uh, And come July, I don't know, you know, something changed and people started noticing me more. You know, I was out there. I was working with the right, you know, a lot of athletes, a lot of people within Manchester, a lot of well-known, you know, uh, MMA athletes, footballers, cricketers, etc. And then I just kind of took off. off. It was just like, whoa, what's just happened here,
1: you know? So talking about MMA... Boxing, yeah. footballers, like I know myself. Like you work with some of the a list stars yeah. in that game, right? Yeah. yeah. So what's that been like for you? And you know, can you share with who you worked with?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, I've worked, you know, uh, with a lot of up and coming fighters, but yeah. also a lot of fighters. That have been in this, uh, you know, field and this sport for a long, long time. Especially MMA. Yeah. I can definitely talk uh, about these guys. So you know, up and coming fighters. There's a lot in Manchester. Uh, yeah. A lot of them come out of Manchester top team. Um, and surrounding gyms in Manchester, but the yep. main guys that I've, re- I've really worked with, um, Kane Musa, yeah, uh, very well known in Manchester. Kane, yep. you know, yep. the owner of Baddest Sports. Yep. Um, Brendan Lutneg. So yep. he's the now the PFL. He's
1: the one that that won the the Pf- belt, didn't he? Yeah, recently. yeah. PFL uh, yeah.
0: featherweight champion. Uh, absolutely amazing guy, and it's just like a, so much knowledge. I learned a lot from Brendan during his fight camp. Yeah. Um, just kind of being around him understanding his, how motivated, how disciplined he was. By far one of the most disciplined fighters really? I've ever worked with. I wouldn't say fighter, I say athletes I've ever worked with. And you know what? His he's been I think sixteen years in the making. Is it? Sixteen years. A lot of ups and downs. And to see obviously I didn't know Brendan in terms of like person to person uh prior to this. I didn't know him personally. But you know, throughout that camp I actually got to know him. Uh, and he's you know very genuine, very humble. Yeah. Um, I've also worked with uh, Mohammed Makayev um, he's a UFC fighter um, Also work Currently work, I've worked with Recently uh, One of
1: the Manchester City footballers uh, Cole Palmer So um, Yeah the list is growing You know what happens Once you get your foot in once Like athletes are, You know people are not stupid Yeah Once you they start knowing that You know this guy is the, the Really the guy who, yeah. who I want on my team And then you'll just start getting busy and busy right That's how it works it, That's yeah? how it
0: works Yeah yeah And uh, you know what I always just say to myself, I go, yeah, it's great having these amazing big fighters, but yeah. the one thing is, and I say it to, to everybody, it's all about your work. Yeah, It's all about the effort you put in, the graft you put in, um, you sharing your skill set. If you're not good if you're not good at what you do in terms of, you know, your actual treatment, what you're offering to the person, no one's going to be interested. They'll do one or two sessions with you and that's it. But you really have to put in the time, the effort, you know, making, you know, I'll be honest with you, Brendan was... Um, it was. It's, I worked with him in a semi-final. So the semi-final prior to the final where yeah, by yeah. an uh, American called Chris Wade And um, so what happened is, obviously, I have. Sometimes you have to work out. Oh, I was in this business because you have to cater to these guys, like especially MMA guys. They have a mad schedule, man. Uh, and just learning that from Brendan, this training. The, the How efficiency. many times do you train a day? Some days I'm sure he was training two, uh, three times a day, two times a day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you got. Implement recovery into yeah. that, nutrition into that, sleep into that. Obviously, you know, you're, you're your own brand in that situation. So, sponsorships, they're all things you've got to consider as well. So, it's, it, for, I always talk about, you know, when you work with these guys, you understand how much they have to actually manage. But the main thing they have to really prioritize is their performance. Yeah. And, you know, with everything going on, uh, that's where I, it was a learning curve for me when I was like, right. You know, that's crazy to think how much these guys actually have to do and the main thing is injuries bro because injuries are a killer man and uh, obviously in mma uh injuries are a big thing that come into place because it's not just like for example uh football where you're expected to have you know you're most likely to have certain types of injuries In mma you can actually injure probably any joint in the body at any yeah, moment yeah, yeah, through yeah. anything and it's it was so is you know and that's the thing with fight camps is you know these guys are really pushing their bodies in all elements and obviously the one thing they prioritize is their recovery. recovery and that's where i came into play where i was like cool doing all the, the hands-on treatment mobilization the stretching type of sessions with them just to keep their body in the best shape they possibly can yeah. and obviously for them it's also preparation mm. when they go into fight in their head they want to know they've left no stone unturned and mentally mentally right. exactly and preparation is a big thing and i used to talk to it about uh, kane as well about preparation he he kind of Said, yo, that's what it's all about. Like, I want to go into the fight knowing I've done everything I possibly can. Yeah. To win.
1: What do you like to be known as, sports therapist or so,
0: clinician? <laughs> what? Yeah. So basically, if you were to we call ourselves musculoskeletal clinicians. Okay. Yeah. But the actual term that we come under of on the governing body is graduate sports yeah. rehabilitators. So GSR is what our actual title is. Mm. So that's what we come under under, under my degree under what our, my qualifications are.
1: Okay, so I've got questions here for you, so I'm okay. going to go through all these questions, yeah? Yeah, go ahead, no worries. So, as a, as a clinician, as a therapist, what do you find to be the most challenging barriers with patients and, you know, clients and that sort of thing? It's actually sometimes the most challenging
0: thing... Cancel last minute. <laughs> Cancel last minute, that can be a bit of a right? uh, bummer. Yeah, that does, that does play a factor in, obviously, a business side of things, but yeah. on, on a patient basis, it's actually, like, confidence and laziness. Right, a lot of people want to be spoon-fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't want to put the work in themselves. Yeah, they're all looking for a quick fix. Yeah, you know, there's no quick fix in this.
1: Like you're gonna come and
0: just fix. Something. fix it. Right. Like I always say to people, and I remember when we had our first session, I said, "Look, I'm gonna do my best in the 60 minutes, 90 minutes yeah. that I do the session with you to get the best result. Yeah, if yeah. If that yeah. best result means pain relief, if that means increasing your range of movement, yeah, if that means educating you. Yeah, uh, then I'm gonna do that. But at the end of this the hands-on treatment is a short-term uh, modality yeah you have to then look at the other elements of your life and look at what elements of your life you need to change in order for your own betterment in order for you to improve physically mentally emotionally however you want to improve whatever your goals are yeah so usually for me how I do it is for example someone's presenting with uh, lower back pain they've had the session with me I said right I need to, I'm need. i going to give you a rehab plan uh, six exercises I want you to do x y and z and it's holding them accountable for that like look I'm if you want to I sometimes I check in with people uh, just to see how you're getting on and one thing people don't know that is I actually have access to those exercise plans and I know if you are doing them or not <laughs> so it tells me when you're online <laughs> when you're offline or they just change or they just chatting <laughs> so, in waffle <laughs> and I'm like oh, uh, okay and, and you know what it all just again is holding them accountable. So you know you can come to me for a sports massage, yeah. and you can you know if you're saying like I just want a sports massage, fair enough. But yeah, if you're yeah, coming yeah, to yeah. me, like, listen, I want to do this, I want to do that, want that. Cool, I'll guide you on it. But you need to make the effort. Yeah, you
1: need to put the work in, right? Because exactly. it's like what you do is just one piece of the puzzle. Exactly. And I've personally experienced that as well because I've noticed that when I make sure that, for example, if I'm seeing you on a Sunday, that week if I've ate right, if I've stretched right, and if I've drank my water every day. My the, the sports, the deep tissue that we work on is just so much smoother, exactly. But then when it's not, it's just everything's just painful,
0: exactly. And you, you know what, as a therapist, I notice it. Um, I notice it when I treat people, I notice yeah. those people who are basically then <laughs> they, I know they and you know what, it's normal sometimes to have a bad yeah, day because life is life, you know. Like, you know at yeah, yeah, the end of the day, everyone's busy, have got their own things going on. Stress of you know, life as well is also a big element, but um, like at every Every treatment session, I, I, the first couple of questions I always ask the person is, you know, how have you been? How's work been? How's your yeah, week yeah, yeah. been? Because you're how, finding out as yeah, much Yeah, how's post- your sleep been? You've been drinking enough water? How's your diet been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. all these type of things. Uh, and I always kind of want to get gauge your understanding of, you know, how this person really took on board what I've said. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. i say some people do, some people don't. Yeah. It's just yeah. the way it is.
1: It's just the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. It's always going to be like that. That's it. So what areas... Like of recovery, do you think people most neglect the most, and what advice can you give to them to make sure that you know as long as they stay on top of the two three things?
0: The first thing I would say that I feel personally is the most important is sleep. Now this varies person to person. Yeah, Uh, some people they can go off four hours sleep, five hours sleep, but some people they need eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Now this is going back to my experience working with Brendan. Uh, Right. Just in conversation we were talking. And I was like, bro, what, you know, just talking, like, what, what do you feel you need to perform at your best? And he goes, bro, Bilal, sleep. Really? I go, if I don't sleep, my body feels it. Now, is this something that's been instilled in him since a young age? And mm. he's, or is it actually an element of recovery? In my opinion, it's a big element of recovery. Because when you're sleeping, your body's having that time to recover, recuperate. It's actually giving you, if you're, for example, you've been training all the time, your muscles are growing when they are resting as well. So obviously, that's one of the most important things, sleep. Yeah. Second thing, without like nutrition, you know, you, you know what you you are, what you eat. So if you are not eating the the right things, for example, you're a regular gym goer, you're not got enough protein in your diet, you're not got enough carbohydrates in your diet, you're basically eating, um, you know, off Just anything, needs, yeah. anything, yeah. Of course, that's kind of detrimental. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, hobnobs or whatever you want to call it. You yeah. know, the, a lot of people will just have a detrimental detrimental effect on their performance, on mm. their day to day life, and on their recovery because yeah. you're not giving your body the fuel it needs to recover yeah 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 um and the i think the final thing is probably hydration a lot of people don't drink enough water man and it, i ask this question on every um you know kind of session as well how much water have you drank today and some of the results i get are shocking like absolutely shocking bro one uh i just had about two glasses or for example one liter i go one liter all day bro yeah what you've been up to today are oh, working driving here driving there doing this training this and that and i go you're not drinking enough water like, come on, man! It makes no sense. Your 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 body is sixty percent water. Yeah. You need to drink water. You need to actually ensure that you know what, when, what water doesn't just help you, your muscles, uh, your muscle bellies. It actually helps you for mental clarity as well. So you know you're affecting your your performance, but you're also affecting your recovery in that mm. element as well. So that's something that they're the three things that I feel are probably most important. Massages, they're an add-on. They're yeah. actually an add-on. You know, that's like if you feel a, a massage is great to add into your. Um, kind of a um, recovery plan, as long as you are tackling all other elements of your recovery. That's you know? like a
1: privileged time. Exactly,
0: thing. and a lot of people, unfortunately, just think a oh, massage is recovery, an uh, ice bath is recovery, they think the opposite, isn't it? acupuncture, cupping, uh, everything. Their recovery? No, 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 no. That's not recovery. They're an uh, extra element of recovery. L- look at the other things. Look at what you can do yourself. Yeah. And focus on them things first. yeah. yeah focus yeah, on yeah, your yeah, sleep. Yeah. Focus on your nutrition. Focus on your water focus on the activity levels focus on how much you're resting as well you know if you rest enough if you eat properly you drink enough water you're training sensibly periodically you have a good plan in place and you know you're getting all those things in the right pattern Mm. your performance is going to be you know Benefiting your, your recovery is going to be uh, optimal. Then you can look at, okay, let's add in uh, sports massage. Let's add in, you know, seeing a, a chiropractor. Let's add in seeing an uh, ice bath or whatever. You, there's so many different modalities. And they're, they're the things that then I say, you know, these. The, there's a couple of things that are essentials for recovery. Focus on them first.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, look yeah. at the other elements. Interesting. So how, how, two questions on the back of that. So firstly, like you're talking about water, right? hmm How much water should a guy drink and how much water should a girl drink? Like, like, on average, every day. On average,
0: yeah. So, uh, I always say it depends on, obviously, we look at the the individual, the size of the individual. So, we call it BMI. Even though BMI is probably not the most accurate thing, I'm Mm. honest with you. But just as a rough gauge. So, for example, myself, I am 5'11". Um, you have what? I, I'm 5'11 in height, yeah. 5'11 yeah. and I am 83 kilograms. Right. So in terms of a BMI, I kind of sit up like a normal good uh, weight BMI for my for my category. So for someone like myself, I need to, in my opinion, I need to drink a minimum of two and a half litres of water Right. a day. Minimum two and a half litres. Now if I'm doing more activity, maybe I should increase that to three litres. So three if, and just
1: to correct you, so if you're just sat there all day today, mm-hmm. you need to drink two and a half litres? Yeah, 100%. And then if you're moving, if you're more active, you need to drink more. Definitely need to drink more. Because
0: obviously what, what water does is it keeps your body regulated. Mm. You know, for example, it keeps your body regulated. For if you're training all the time, you, when you're training, you develop something called lactic acid. Uh, and if you're drinking wa- water, uh, you actually remove waste product from within your body. You, you know, re- urination, etc. And uh, you asked about females. Again, kind of same concept. You've got to look at the BMI for a female. And, you know, depending on where they average, I feel a female should be drinking at least one and a half to two litres, depending on the activity levels. So, you know, there are elements that I feel water is, is key, man. And a lot of people don't drink enough water. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually, And that's just
1: so simple, right? It's, it's something and water's that, free as well, right? It's free, bro. <laughs> you know, you
0: can do it only as a bottle. You can refill the bottle. Yeah. And just drink the water man it's, got, it's only going to benefit you and it's going to affect your mental clarity your mental performance your physical performance it's yeah. going to affect all elements of yourself I mean it's it's going to be better for you so yeah, why yeah, don't yeah, you do yeah,
1: it you yeah, yeah. what about um, sleep because you said that's a huge thing right yeah, yeah. now when you ask someone a question like how many like I need seven hours sleep a day or I need now I don't know where that numbers come from but what is the correct number there's no correct number bro okay. um,
0: science is always changing on it yeah. you know and it all comes down to look as humans we're creatures of habit yeah so some people uh they can actually go off four hours of sleep five hours of sleep and just function completely fine mm. you know that's just the way they are it's what they've developed over years of mm. being you know their, their own person yeah um why is sleep important you know everyone asks it so why sleep before so when you're sleeping that's when your body like i say it's regrowing in, yeah. You know, say for example, you is re- if you're training your muscles yeah. after MMA training, gym, etc. In your sleep, here, your sleeping time is when your bo- body's actually repairing the the tissues, you yeah. know, the, the tendons, the muscle, uh, etc. So if you are not having adequate sleep, you are actually having a negative effect on the amount of your, your muscle growth, your, your your recovery in terms of your 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 muscle, your performance, which will de- basically have a detrimental effect on your performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot, for me, as, in, as an individual, I think I can go off seven hours of sleep. That works for me. Um, science is always different. It always says, you know, some people can actually benefit from X amount. People can benefit from X amount. But it all comes down to individual. Like, you say, we're, we're humans, you know, we're all creatures of habit. What works for you works for you. But I feel you need to ensure you're getting good quality sleep.
1: Yeah, and your body will tell you,
0: right? Exactly. So, good quality sleep is, you know, you have your sleep can be broken up. And you have light sleep, REM sleep. There's are different different periods within your sleep that you have mm. that affect the quality of you know your sleep and if you're having good quality sleep so uh, you know a lot of guidances people say you know is not to drink water i think is one and a half hours before you sleep because obviously you naturally end up wanting to go to the bathroom yeah, night, yeah, which yeah, will break yeah, up yeah. your sleep uh, the other elements is um uh, of you know sleep is essentially not having too much light exposure, so not being on your phone, which we're all, you know, kind of, you know, guilty for. We're all on TikTok, let's be honest, yeah. uh, before we sleep. And that's actually, <laughs> you know, not good because it affects your, your brain. It affects um, the amount of time your body takes to to kind of actually switch off and fall asleep. Yeah. So there's a lot of science that's kind of coming out about sleep. Mm. Um, I personally think is probably the most important. And you know what, through all the top performing athletes that I've worked with, they actually say, bro, sleep is the most important thing sleep, for me. Sleep, yeah, yeah. So there's, a, there's obviously some form of correlation Nervous here. Nervous system or something's attached, right? Yeah, there's right? some form yeah, of correlation yeah. here. If 100%. the highest performing athletes in the world are saying they benefit from sleep, that's what they find to be the highest component of their recovery, yeah. then surely there's something there that, you know, plus science does also back it as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, there's so many fast track courses, right, that where you probably go on there for twenty four hours now and you can just become an expert, right? Mm. So and it'd probably be the same in your game, right? So what as a someone who's like I'm I'm happy because I've got you, right? Yeah. Now yeah. I'm I'm you're gonna get exposure, right? And yeah. then you're gonna get booked up. So make sure you're always available for me. Oh the case. like you're barber and your thing, no, you no, can't no. tell we're, people who they are. We're always gonna be there, but <laughs> yeah, don't worry, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> but what should somebody If they're looking for a therapist, like what the signs that they should look for to make sure that this person's quality. I mean, for me, because I've been training eighteen years and I've had like a dozen of therapists throughout the way, I as soon as I met you and as soon as you, you know, done your magic, I knew straight away this guy's, you know, top top guy. But how would someone know and someone average guy like bare minimum? Look,
0: there's a lot of cowboys in this game. Yeah, it Uh, might just show a certificate, right? (laughs) But the main thing is Look at their qualifications.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never be afraid to ask
0: the therapist their qualification. Like,
1: what are they? You understand They're, it, what, yeah? What, you know, where have you got that so from? Where have you got, eBay. What, what are you qualified? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What,
0: what are you qualified as? Mm. And, you know, have you got a degree in this? Have, you know, are you insured? Insurance is key. Look, you know, you're actually giving someone, like, you know, you come to me, you're trusting me with your body. Yeah, yeah. Now there's yeah. a lot of money manipula- uh, Sorry, a lot of uh, modalities that can be used that are actually dangerous. Uh, they can actually have a detrimental effect on the person. Right. So you want to ensure the person you're seeing actually knows what they're doing, and they're actually insured for what they're doing. Yeah. Two main things: look at the insurance, uh, the, the qualification. Look at make sure they're insured, and look at their portfolio. Now look at who they work with and also look at the content they put out. Now, obviously social media, a lot of businesses like myself use social media to to kind of showcase what we do. And I showcase what I do through social media, through my page on Instagram. And just through that and obviously reading reviews, you will be able to get a better picture of what the actual individual, are they really who they say they are? Are they, or are they just, you know, they've done a quick course and, you know, also ask about the experience, man. Like experience is a very big thing. Like I've, been very fortunate in my experiences that I've had, yeah. um, going back and then working within professional sport in different ranges of sport, and then obviously working within the NHS for a short period as well, and then working within private companies. I've, I can you know I can actually show my experience. So look at their portfolio, look at you know who they are as a person and what are they showing. And before you you book in with them, make sure you ask them if they are qualified and insured. Trust me, there's a lot of people here that I see. Honestly, I see people like random videos and then cracking people's necks and this and that. And it's like, for me, I'm there as a clinician like, oh my God, what's going on here? Like, you know, so many things is triggering my head. Like, was that person safe to have a manipulation? Did they clear red flags? Did they do this? Did they do that? You know what? And then I, have, I actually have heard so many horror stories. Really? So many horror stories. And it's actually sad to hear because it puts a bad, a bad image on our industry. Mm. so there are a couple of things that I always say to people make sure you look at
1: let's talk about that neck manipulation and yeah, back yeah. manipulation right because bro I'm, I, I watch them videos and yeah, it yeah, yeah, m- yeah. feels good watching yeah. someone's neck getting cracked right yeah now, is that actually like a proper practice or like how does that someone needs to be qualified to
0: do that? What they're doing there is, is called a manipulation or also known as the adjustment. Uh, the main kind of people who usually do this that a lot of people see on like social media are like osteopaths and chiropractors. Yeah. Physios are also trained. And for people like myself, like sport therapists, we have to do extra training in order to learn that skill. Right. Because uh, there's a lot of uh, intricacies within that is, you know, you can't just crack the neck because... The C-spine, the cervical spine, the neck, actually has, you know, different vertebrae in there. So there's a methodology behind it as to why you're doing it, what's the clinical reasoning behind it, and is that person safe to actually do, you know, to have that performed on them. So we have to look at, you know, a lot of different things and, you know, in terms of, there's people who I've seen who just do it on Instagram, uh, just to put a video out there because it's satisfying.
1: Yeah, or it just like it's just they think it's cool or something. They right? think
0: it's cool. They think it's satisfying. You know, yeah. everyone loves the crack, and but the crack isn't important. The crack <laughs> is the crack is that 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 sound yeah. is actually just air bubbles right within the joint that are being released. Released, yeah. That are being you know, psh, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It's co- called high velocity, low amplitude. That movement psh, very fast. That's what a manipulation is. It creates a short term relief. It does. I, yeah, I've yeah. been adjusted in the past. Yeah. I know what it feels like. It creates a short-term relief, but some people believe it to be the holy grail, and I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, There's yeah, actually yeah. probably, in my opinion, safer methods to, to get the same result. But um, you know, some people. I feel you have to. That's why I say, make sure the person is insured and qualified, because trust me, I've seen people. I've seen people in gyms do it, bro. Just really? crack people's necks, PTs, and I'm like, yo, what's going on here? And it's like, I, I, you know, before I see someone myself mm. I'm on it I grill them and you know that's when you'll find out is this person really who he says he is um, because you know don't don't risk your health man yeah, you know, it's, yeah, your yeah, yeah. it's your body it's your temple you have to look after it you can't just give it to someone else and let them do what they're doing. I've heard people who've been manipulated and they've had numbness in their fingers for weeks after it broke. They've had what? Numbness. They can't wow. feel sensation in their fingers because obviously with your neck, uh, you're, you know, the, we call dermatomes and myotomes, they all affect, the dermatomes affect sensation. Uh, so you have your nerve roots that come from your neck and your cervical spine nerve roots, they mainly affect a lot of your upper body. So when you're cracking someone's neck, if you're doing it, your method's incorrect, you're not explaining what you're doing properly, uh, if you're just done the uh, the actual technique incorrectly you can actually have a very detrimental effect on people there's horror stories recently that i've seen and read about of uh, people going into um being paralyzed because of it in america and stuff so you know make sure you you, you check the who you're going to and yeah insurance. who you're going to is proper
1: legit yeah 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 you know the cracking of the neck part i don't even find that difficult but you know what i find really really hard you know when they put that strap on you on the white strap yeah yeah bro and they just pull you like that yeah and it's like the spine just split in half. I find that one I can't. I just can't do that.
0: Yeah, that uh, one's that, scary. That that wide strap, um, it gets a, a lot of people. Don't you have to be very so very. So where does that stretch on your back? So that uh, basically, what the whole it's called a distraction technique, right? With a thrust. So a distraction is where you are creating uh, space within the joints. Yeah. And then you are thrusting it to create that kind of release. Uh, within the actual uh, your, spinal your vertebrae, vertebrae in, yeah, yeah. Your, your spine. Um, that's actually called a cordat kind of technique, uh, which basically means that the plane of movement that we're doing it in, and it actually is probably the highest grade of manipulation you can do. And if you are not properly trained, you could really, really yeah, 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 do yeah, bad yeah. to somebody. Um, and I see... I actually not really see many people do that, and the people who I see do it are actually very well qualified. Uh, but it's a very... Um, you have to be very well skilled to do that technique. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. why I say make sure you, 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 you're, you're just checking. You're it. Checking because but
1: how would you know someone's insured? That's the thing. What, what, what if they say ask yes? Sir. Eh?
0: Ask them. Ask for proof of it.
1: What are the, some of the exercises that you think, um, like just basic ones that people should do? I always say do
0: your compound lifts. Compound movements being in your, your squat, yeah. your deadlift, your overhead press, your bench press. Um, they're the main kind of compound lifts. I always say look at multi-joint movements um, because they're the ones that are going to train your body for um, overall strength, stability. Now, stretching, mobility, that that's something that you can incorporate as I feel as warm-ups. But, you know, I always say to people, if you're training correctly, yeah, you should be training your mobility within the movements you are doing.
1: Yes, 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 so,
0: yes. So if you're squatting, a lot yeah. of people always thought, you know, we want to go ass to grass. That's what they say, right? Yeah. So are you actually training that movement? So yeah. are you, you know, you can do all, you know, the little internal rotations of your hip and all your stretching or your hip flexors and hamstrings. But are you actually getting into that squat movement and working that range of movement? Because that's where you're going to get the best the full mobility. movement, exactly, when you're in that position. So, and, you know, the compound movements are the key movements, in my opinion. Uh, barbell row. Sorry, I didn't mention that earlier. That's a very big one. The barbell row. Barbell row because it trains your full posterior chain, meaning your you know your whole erectors, your lower back, your mm-hmm. glutes. Also, are a secondary muscle. Your hamstrings are a secondary muscle. That, but obviously your upper back, your uh, your latissimus dorsi, so your lats, your yeah, traps, yeah, yeah. your rhomboids, um, your teres major, man. All the muscle, the main muscle groups in your back are obviously there. Uh, and obviously that's a big one for me because it helps with posture issues. So obviously. If you're struggling to get into doing the uh, the big movements straight away, you can break them down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But um, always try and focus on doing the big compound movements. That's going to affect your overall physical performance. Because you're doing multiple things at once, isn't it? Exactly. And for me, my favorite, my favorite movement is actually uh, overhead press barbell. So military press, where you press it over your head. Really? Yeah, that's my favorite. The reason for that, it obviously when I'm doing the movement, it starts from the ground up. So my feet have to be you know in a very solid position yeah. my my, gl- my glutes have to be engaged yeah. my core has to be engaged my shoulders have to be in a, a position where i can actually perform the movement and have the strength plus you know i'm actually having to do a movement which is requiring a lot of force ex- you know plyometric force sometimes where you are actually pushing up against the the actual weight um but also it, when you're in that movement obviously trains your joint stability as well Mm. so it's just multifactorial you're actually training so many different areas in just that certain type of exercise and that's why i say focus on your compounds do the big lifts and that's going to help you and then like i say if you're if you're doing those lifts properly your mobility etc will also be into there but you can focus your training on like you know stretching mobility but always try and focus on the big lifts first but if you're struggling to get into those movements then break it down Break the movements down. How can you break a squat down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, you can do lunges. You can do uh, box squats. You can always break the movements down first in order to get
1: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your plans with your company? Like, look, you've started now. You've been, what, a year and a half now? Yeah, yeah. About a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. What's your next plans with your company? I started this in November
0: 2021. Yeah. And as I mentioned earlier in the the conversation that I was actually... uh, I used to live in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, I used to live in Dubai. And, you know... I had a very good time out there. You know, the two years, just in the two years that I was there, um, in my head, that was like, wow. You mm. know, that I could actually... Live here. Live, I, I could actually grow, you know, grow my family here. You know, I could move my family over when I get married at that time. Like, when I get married, I can raise children here, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. The reason why I moved back from Dubai was literally... Uh, the, the reason why I moved back was literally because I couldn't pursue my type of work in, in rehab, uh, in uh, therapy, over there, just because I couldn't I w- couldn't get the DHA license, the Dubai Health Authority license, so they need to have a license to show you're a registered clinician, you have X amount of experience. And obviously, I just graduated, so I didn't have two years under my belt of experience. Right. So, it really, I went to a lot of clinics in Dubai to try to speak to people, uh, speak to therapists. I'd be like, yo, how do I you know, get past this? What get do I need to do? And they were in. like, look, you need to put in the time, you need to put in the hours go into your clinical hours and I bit the bullet I didn't want I, I didn't really I, at that time when I was about to leave Dubai I was like oh man am I really giving all this up yeah,
1: because yeah, I was yeah, living yeah.
0: quite nice in terms of you know for a 21 year old I was I was loving life you know a lot of my boys are like come on bro I'm gonna come see you and had family coming over it's, it was nice my sisters came over and um you know you had the element of the first time at a young age you actually started to see finances before this, mm. I used to work part time jobs bro I used to earn, you know, the minimum wage. So yeah, I really yeah, yeah. had a big change in my life. So I came back. Since I've come back, I've always said maybe not Dubai, somewhere in the Middle East. I want to go back because I just resonate with that place. I think there's so much opportunity, uh, so much potential. The weather's great, the food's great, yeah, the yeah. lifestyle's great. It's where I want to be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inshallah, you know, with the will of Allah, like I do. You know, my goal is to eventually move back out to the Middle East. And I want to take Shifa Rehabilitation with me because you know you know when you start up a, a company and you know it's it started up as a small company and I want to make it like I said the biggest thing that I can make it yeah. and I've, in my head I can already see it I can visualize it and I'm a big believer in that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. a big
0: believer in manifesting and I've talked a lot of things into existence. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. First, you know, with the, with the will of Allah, like nothing happens without Him. Um, but when I actually started. Thinking about things.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I could see it like sometimes work, you know. I actually, one of my good friends, uh, Malachi, when at first I first starting uh, working with him, I said to him, I'm going to work with these fighters. Yeah. Six months later, I'm working with these fighters.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Now,
0: yep. is that coincidence? Is that just my belief in myself, in my skills? Yeah. I said, yeah, that's 100% the first thing. Of course. And it's a combination of everything, right? Exactly. So when I moved back from Dubai in um, 2019, I was like, nah. I'm gonna I'm gonna move back. And I just come back from Dubai two weeks ago. Yeah. Sorry, not two weeks ago in December. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was away uh, for two weeks. Um, and I was just there. And I was just, you know, sometimes just having me time. Yeah, I like yeah. sitting there, I was looking around, I was in the hills, Dubai hills, just chilling, Look around and thought, you know what? Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, it's good here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like and it. You know what it was? I
0: was actually I've got good following from the Middle East. It's crazy, I don't know how it worked out. A lot of followers are from Dubai and Abu really? Dhabi. A lot of my Instagram followers come from Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Wow. When I was there, people are messaging me, come me booking. <laughs> i'm bro. like yo i'm on here on holiday <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'd love to bro i'd yeah, love to yeah. but they're literally saying like yo can you come and see us we've been looking at your work we well want you've got a
1: client in. base there then isn't it so it's there's potential there's potential a lot of potential down yeah. there
0: and you know what going back to the point of manifesting so this is something that i, I don't really tell many people and yeah. i think it's um where self-belief comes into it yeah so when i w- first ever went to dubai this was prior to me even moving there i've been yeah, twice yeah. before that Uh, On holidays with my my best friend and also my my elder cousin. Yeah. Um, When I went the first time, I met elder cousin. This is talking about 2014, my first year of college. I remember I stayed on JBR, um, and we just out at night. You know, we were chilling. And I turned around, and I was the first time I've ever seen it. I looked at JBR, so I seen the whole buildings, and I looked and looked at all the lights, and I seen like I also walked past in the sea marina, and just in myself, and I said, I'm gonna live here.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. said it
0: then. A cu- cu- Couple of years later, that opportunity came.
1: Yep, 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 yep. So
0: I, I don't know. I, I don't know. People call me weird because of it. It's or, not. It's not. You or, have
1: to though. You have to believe it. You yeah. have to like have self belief, and then you have to manifest, like you said, you have to vision it, and then it happens. Exactly. And and I think that's what it is with Shifala I have I have a visual. I know, Inshallah,
0: where I want to take this. Yeah. Um. All I have to do is work my ass off. Yep, yep. And what you're doing, right? Put my nose to the ground and work. Yeah continue to improve, continue to learn every single day. Yeah, and yeah. that's where, that's, you know, yeah, I want to go move back to the Middle East. I yeah, want to yeah, yeah. raise my family uh, in the Middle East. That's my goal. That's your goal. Uh, that's my goal. And that's where I want to take Shifar Rehabilitation.
1: What are your some of your financial goals? Let's financial discuss financial goals. Yeah, How yeah. much money do you want to make?
0: I want to make enough money that I, am, I can handle and I'm responsible with. Yeah. Because, you know, money's a big motivator. But... You know, because I'd seen money when I was younger. Yeah. So I was earning triple the amount in Dubai when I was 21 when I came back. Right. So I'd seen money. Yeah. So I was like, there was an element of money and passion. Mm. My passion is what I want to follow that's going to eventually lead Get to be, being money. financial freedom, financial stability. Yeah. There's a lot of goals that I have. Yeah. Firstly, I want to, you know, make so why sure... Why don't you
1: manifest some goals now on, thinking yeah, and then we will look back at it in a 100%. time. And then. I
0: think, you know, first of Foremost
1: yeah. I want to make sure That my parents Are comfortable Yeah that's so nice That's,
0: that's the main thing for me Because I am Who I am Because of them Point yeah. blank um, I want to make sure My wife um, When I have children My children They're comfortable But I also want to Teach my children That nothing's Given in life Yeah, You have to earn it Just the way my dad said to me you got to go out And earn it Financially I want to be in a position Where I'm comfortable But I want to also give back because for me that's the biggest thing yeah, yeah. Shifa, like i say when you come back to the name of shifa like it means it's one of the names of allah uh, i want to really start this company with a noble cause and eventually i want to actually you know when i'm in a position where for example i've moved over to the middle east uh, my company's running i have recovery centers sports massage centers etc um, i want to then eventually actually you know do in the work of charity and actually helping people yeah. in less privileged countries for help them, you know, have the get access to, to certain facilities like physiotherapy centres, like exercise centres, like massage centres, maybe mm. like, even stuff like eye camps, you know, people who, you know, just elements of their physical health, providing food, like, you know, there's so many, I would really focus my energy on that.
1: What are the, some of the, like, pitfalls and downfalls you see in, like, other therapists, what you think that, you know what, they're just giving us a really, really bad name?
0: A lot of therapists are not confident in themselves. Okay. And, when I say confident, is that you can be book smart. You can be the most book smart person in the world. If you can't apply that, yeah, then there's no point. Yeah, yep, You know yep. what I mean? Uh, if you're not a good communicator with people, then there's no point. Mm. You know, a lot of people, um, like I say, it's going back to the point of just getting that Instagram fame, uh, just doing stuff for followers. Followers means nothing, bro. Yeah, yeah. Followers mean nothing. Results talk. That's it, yeah so that's what I say so uh, in terms of uh, what downfall they I see in therapists they're all just trying to chase clout they okay. all want to work with big people but you know they're not actually really ex- focusing on uh, improving their skill set improving themselves right improving themselves they're just about you know wanting to be Instagram famous or wanting to do this want to do that Yeah. it yeah. means nothing it genuinely mm-hmm. means nothing there's no satisfaction in that man and you know in this work what you bring to the table is the results you bring.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think that's one of the things that, why you stand out as well is because you're not just doing it for the money. Mm. You're doing it because you're actually passionate about it. 100%. And it shows in your work as well.
0: Yeah. I always say I'm, I'm grateful for, you know, these two hands. Yeah. These two legs. This head, this brain. Yeah. I'm
1: grateful for it
0: because I've, I've, you know, because, you know, I've travelled as well since I was a young age. Uh, I've seen a lot in the world. And, you know, you really must be an ungrateful person if you don't actually value yourself and actually, you know, say thanks to God for, yeah. you know, your, what you have. So a lot of people don't. A lot of people take stuff for granted, man. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes I even think of it, sometimes I wake up and my elbows sore because maybe I've had like five, six sessions in a day. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? God forbid one day, yeah. you know, something like an injury happens to me that could be my whole income cut off. That could be my whole life gone.
1: Yeah. So, so everything, like, even though, just look at it from a fresh and a positive yeah. angle, right? Be grateful for be everything. Be grateful, but, isn't it?
0: Yeah, be grateful for everything because trust me, it takes a split second for it to go. Like, I've seen brothers whose lives have changed and whose lives have ended mm. within a split second. Stupid decisions, wrong environment, so many things that can lead to that. so, Always keep your head screwed on. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm a family man. I always have been and always will be. Yeah. And I ha- that's my purpose in life. You know, my parents, my wife, m- when I have kids, my kids, my siblings, th- that's my purpose in life. I want to make them proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. make them proud, but also like my grandparents who have raised me as well. You know, I want to, you know, actually be... You're a family guy, I'm it? a family guy. I, wa- I want to be someone who, in my family lineage, stands out. I think you'll be the one in
1: your family that just changed the game, inshallah. You know, for the for everyone, because just yeah. the way you're saying it as well, like for my kids, kids, and yeah. you're you're already thinking like generations into into 100%. the future, aren't you?
0: 110%. Look, at the end of the day, I always say I'm never gonna let my my grandfather's, my father's uh, efforts go to vain.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, we we live in a society where a lot of lads my age are just in the wrong thing man like Mm. they're just uh they're out chasing uh, you know the world the worldly things the material things yeah you know they're all chasing they're all like you see you half of them they're out outside bro uh in the cars or groups of boys having balloons with the what they call cream whips or something like that inhaling balloons having vapes and i'm like yo there's more to life than that bro Mm. that there's a lot more to life like have a purpose in life because at the end of the day you're here today you're gone tomorrow Yep, 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 You want to be remembered for something. So true. You know so I mean?
1: true. And that's it. How many kids do you want?
0: <laughs> well, however many Allah blesses me with bro. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like um, you know As many, I, right? I, it's never a number. I want a football team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's never a number. Obviously I've got to you know, see what my missus has to say about that, of course. But you know yeah. what? For me it's just like, um, you know, whatever Allah blessing me and you know what the 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 truth is, I want enough uh, as many children that I, I can actually be responsible for and actually make sure I don't lack in yeah. their lives as a father, father good I want to be a good, good father I want to be present all the time uh, I want to teach them not just world but life yeah, because yeah, there's yeah, a difference yeah. there 100%. you know there's world and there's life lessons that you will learn and I want to be there like you know my my father's been great to me man like he's been the sole earner for the family yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. since a young age all I've ever seen my dad do is graft Really? literally all I've ever seen him is graft and work hard and he's raised four kids he looked after his parents he looked he you know he gave my mum a beautiful life yeah yeah yeah. a beautiful house his kids are successful some are going to have children some are you know happily married doing everything they want to do so i take inspiration from him i always say to everybody if i am at least you know this I say not even 0.01% of the man that my father is, i've made it in life bro yeah yeah. you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. because i he, he holds a very high status for me in my life and obviously my mother i can never repay my mother back man no way in hell like i'm i you know my parents for me mean everything Mm. um everything more than more than life itself like i could do anything for them and i just want to repay them i I could never repay them back i could never repay them back that's a fact but i want to be able to give whatever's something left of my life with them
1: that is so powerful and you're married right how long have you been married for uh,
0: Alhamdulillah I'm married. Uh, been married. This is our third year of marriage. Third year. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Has it presented any challenges? <laughs> so you know this what? This one might get you in trouble. No, nah, no, nah, You know what? I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually not even gonna. Or is she very understanding of what you're doing and yeah, supports she, you
0: all the way? You know what? She is the most beautiful woman inside and out. Yeah, my yeah, My wife, yeah, yeah. honestly, like, there's nothing. Throughout all my, all the time that I've known my wife and we, you know, be being married, like, she's. The most supportive person ever Mm. Like literally bro I'll come home after a 10 hour, 11 hour graft And she'll make sure like My mum and my wife Because they're like mother and daughter Right There's no like Daughter-in-law Nothing like that It's mother and daughter But my wife and my mum They make sure there's food there That I have fresh clothes That I'm looked after They massage my hands You know what I mean? My wife actually massages my hands To make sure I'm okay So alhamdulillah I could not be You need more to f- give some
1: advice out bro where do you find these uh, bro <laughs> the I <women> always from? <laughs> you know you know
0: what man There's, you know women uh, women if you you have you have to you have to look after a woman you yeah, know what I mean yeah, you're a yeah. man yeah. you know yeah. I'm a provider that's mm. what I am and I you know my wife she's she's just got a, a lovely heart man she's a teacher uh, by Tricia, the math teacher and even the children that she teaches yeah yeah those children literally look at her like like a big sister almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they are so attached to She treats them like they're her kids. And yeah. it's, again, going back to sincerity, doing what you do. And that's why, you know, she's very successful in what she does. Yeah. And even her, she's got a huge future, man. Yeah. And I'll support her. in every Anything she wants to do, I'll be there
1: 110%. Yeah, well, it just goes to show the character, really, like where she's come from as well. And, you know, and then you two together, you're just dangerous, aren't you? In a yeah, good way. you know
0: what? And, you know, it all comes down to her upbringing and her parents yeah, and yeah. her family, her brothers. Uh, you know everyone who she's grown up around. Yeah, they've just molded her. Yeah, and yeah, she totally. she's of a beautiful family. Like you know when people get married, yeah, they have this common thing like in-laws. Mm. And I swear to God, since the first day mm. my you know my rishta, my my marriage got fixed, mm. there was no in-laws. They're my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, missus' yeah, yeah. uh, mum and dad are my parents. Her brothers are my brothers. There's no thing, and vice versa. She treats the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. And just that that bond, it just fuels it just me. It elevates everything. It right? elevates everything. It fuels me like, you know, her mum's uh, beautiful. Like, in terms of the person she is, her father motivates me. He's a, he's a businessman by, by background as well. Okay. So he teaches me a lot. He shares his knowledge. He tells mm. me how to maybe improve in certain things. And sometimes I need that because this is the first of a business I've ever done.
1: Yep, yep, yep. So yep. I'm always
0: picking. And alhamdulillah, it keeps, it keeps me grounded. Yeah, you yeah. You know, yeah. It, keep, it reminds me every day when I wake up what I'm doing this for. Yeah, yeah, And plus, yeah. Uh, one big thing I really want to talk about is my, my little brother. So yes. I have a little brother. He's um,
1: Your little brother, yeah? My little brother. Yeah.
0: He is like... You know when you have um, a clone and you, you can look in the mirror. If I were to look in the mirror, I won't see myself. I'll see my little brother. It's the way he is for me. Like, he means so much to me. Like, um, when he was younger, I always said, I want to make sure, because I always knew my dad was busy. Yeah. I want to make sure that he never feels that he can't come to me for anything. If I tell like, him he, he's, he's a grafter. Like, he just got it instilled into him. I don't know what it is. And I already know he's going to be 10 times the, you know, the more successful that I will be
1: yeah so you've created in your brother what you wanted for yourself better than, based, than better than that. he's seen that and now he's become bro becoming even better, he, right?
0: he's honestly he's got so much potential and like i said i'm going to support him and everything
1: he he's in
0: he was in high school saying to me yeah i want to be a mechatronic engineer i want to move to the middle east I'm really? come Qatar. i'm looking at him like wow which kid at your age now he works two jobs he trains in the gym every single day how old is he 18, he just turned 18. Wow, okay. He'd been working since he was 16, same as me, working since he was 16. So he'd seen me work when I was at 16 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, I used to work in WH Smiths. I used to push trolleys and come back with like sandwich marks all over me. So we've been through a bit of the hard graft and I said to him, you're not going to get everything handed to you, you got to work.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he he sees that. And you know what? His, his discipline is unmatched.
1: Mm. He trains.
0: I'm talking, he's more disciplined in his training than I am.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He... he we wake up, we've got a routine where we wake up at 4.45, 5 a.m. in the morning. And we pray and then we go to the gym. If I don't wake up after the first alarm, he will ring me. Really? I'll get your backside up, what are you doing? I want to train back today. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll yeah, put it yeah, on yeah, me, he yeah, sticks yeah. it on me and I love it.
1: Because you need because that accountability, I, I need Exactly, accountability. Need I need
0: to be there every day. I don't want to be there for him. I want him to be like, you know, B's my big brother. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just want to show to him, like, look, bro, um, you're going to make it. Like I know you're going to make it. I already see you making it. Mm. And you know, we're going to give mum and dad the best life they can have. Yeah, we're yeah, going to give, when yeah. you get married, you have kids. When You know, with, uh, my wife, we're all going to live a beautiful life. My sisters, I've got two beautiful sisters. They mean the world to me. Yeah, uh, My family is everything to me, bro. If you were to tell me like, you know, everything could stop today, The only thing you keep is your family. I say, alhamdulillah, bro.
1: Do you make any investments as well, like with with what you make? Or at the moment, are you just focusing on just making money and just for your family? Or do you not look at any investments at the moment?
0: It's something I really want to do. Yeah. Um, It's something I really want to do. My my wife, she's got a maths background. A maths. Maths, maths. Mathematics. yeah, Yeah, mathematics. So she's the perfect person when it comes to understanding investment Numbers, Mm. all that game. So it's something I want to do right now, I'll be honest with you. I'm just focused on building capital.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what's needed right Just building now. your part right now. Building the pot.
0: you got a kid coming as You've well. you got a so kid coming, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure I, everyone's... Everything's covered. Well, by don't...
1: the time this podcast come out, you might have... It might have already, you know, yeah. delivered by then.
0: Inshallah. Inshallah. I hope Inshallah, everything goes sweet and yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you are looking to invest, but not just right now. Right now, you're just yeah. building capital. I, I, I
0: want to learn what are the best things to invest in because you know what it is I just don't want to crypto? invest Crypto? <laughs> you know what I, a lot of my friends actually you know look at crypto and they work and they do they do like full time traders one of my yeah, boys yeah, is a full time yeah. trader that's what he does that's his um, I think right now is a good time to buy but it, it, well, it wasn't in yeah.
1: 2020 last <laughs> in my year. opinion
0: I say I don't really know much about these things yeah. so I'm like I want to invest in something that I'm also you passionate know about. about I know about I'm mm. passionate about
1: properties I am have to learn from you but, you yeah, know yeah. What yeah. What yeah. I mean that's be properties like, a dude. great way to build wealth um, and you know for your future and for your generations and probably, but it is a long term game, um, hundred yeah. percent. It's not something that you know. I know people preach out there you can do it overnight, but nah, no, hundred percent. It's a it's a long term game, and but it's really good because you know even if you have a five year or ten year plan and you just follow it, eventually ten year flies by, right? Yeah. And you're only young, twenty seven, bro. So yeah, you know it is something yeah. that I
0: want to look at. Um, to be honest, I don't really have much knowledge on it. I actually want to do something that um. Is actually going to benefit others as well. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah. that's my long term. I want to look at things that I can benefit others. There are a lot of things I maybe want to want to dwell into in the future. But yeah, right yeah. now, it's just a matter of actually just focusing on putting my head down, working, yeah, yeah, getting yeah, in a yeah. good pot, and then expanding out from
1: there. Yeah, yeah. So is there any final messages that you want to share if we have not covered anything?
0: Yeah, man. There's one thing I want to say to anyone who watches this podcast, yeah. and it's a takeaway message that you are your biggest investment. Facts. You're your own asset. Facts. Yeah. You know, if you, if a lot of people, what yeah. they do is they look at other things to invest in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to invest in crypto. I'm going to invest in uh, stocks. I'm going to invest in a property. I'm yeah. going to invest in whatever it may be, gold. But have you actually looked after yourself, bro? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So true. If this works and this works, your body, everything
1: else everything works. Everything else works.
0: Yeah. And that's when you're going to start to reap the benefits. You know, you have one body. Yep. Yeah be grateful for it yeah, and yeah, look yeah, after yeah. it. Do everything you can to look after it yep. and always remember that it's not about motivation. This is not a, a short-term thing. It's discipline. Yeah. Yep, Discipline's yep. everything. Discipline Definitely. takes over motivation by a long stretch, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and I say, I say the same to people. I say just invest in yourself. You're your biggest asset, right? 110%. And it's so true. Guys, listen, he's the man. I'm telling you, he's the best for recovery. I have him religiously every week, so... Thank you for coming on and sharing uh, everything that you did.
0: Yeah, thank you, Ibi. Thank you for your time. Thanks to the team as well. So it's been been lovely. I
1: hope you guys could benefit from some of my experiences. That's the main thing. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode insightful. And if you did, make sure you subscribe so you won't miss the next one. Don't forget, we are also on YouTube. You can watch these interviews in full there too and join the discussions in the comments. Just search Ibi Aslam Uncensored. There's new episodes every week. So I'll see you there.